I'm Joanne Ozug, and you are listening to The Road to Carnivore, Episode 3. In this episode, we are going to talk about why meat is better than plants in terms of nutrition and nourishment. If you're concerned that eating only animal foods isn't a complete and balanced way of eating, hopefully by the end of this episode, you're going to feel completely differently. You can get the vitamins, minerals, healthy fats, and nutrients you need from carnivore, and you actually get and absorb way more of these things by not eating plants. When people find out I'm a carnivore, they're usually really concerned and immediately say things like, what about antioxidants? What about all the vitamins and minerals in fruits and vegetables? Well, meat has all these things and in way higher quantities. Meat and animal foods are full of nutrients and are very nutrient-dense. But furthermore, the nutrients in animal foods are significantly more bioavailable to us compared to plants. Bioavailability, if you've never heard that term before, is the proportion of a nutrient that is actually absorbed and utilized by the body. And bioavailability is way less for plant foods than animal foods. There is a big difference between the amount of vitamins and nutrients that go in your mouth and what is actually absorbed and used in your body. A lot of plants have something called anti-nutrients that inhibit absorption of vitamins and minerals. It's so common to hear something like, carrots are loaded with vitamin A, just half a cup carries 184% of the daily value, but barely any of it is bioavailable. At best, you only convert 3% of plant vitamin A to the active version of vitamin A that we can actually use, and just under half of the population has a gene that reduces conversion by 70%. So you hear this 184% of daily value number, but it's misleading to think that you're getting anywhere near that amount. This is because the vitamins in plants and vitamins in animal foods are different. There's a plant vitamin A, which is called beta carotene, and it's actually a precursor to the active form of vitamin A that we use and find in animal foods. The active form is called retinol. You might recognize that name because retinol is used a lot in skincare. There's a fantastic book called Sacred Cow by Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf, and there's a section where they discuss bioavailability and anti-nutrients with spinach. They say, Many people think that spinach is a great source of iron, but only 2% of the iron in spinach is actually absorbed. This is because it's a non-heme form, but also because spinach is high in oxalates, which block iron absorption. Oxalates also reduce calcium bioavailability. In spinach, it is reduced to just 5%, even though spinach does have a lot of calcium. So you really can't go by what you hear if so-and-so plant is high in whatever vitamin, because between the fact that plant vitamins convert poorly to active usable forms and the fact that plants have many different kinds of anti-nutrients, you're not absorbing anywhere near those numbers. There are also certain essential nutrients that humans need that you can't even get from plants. You can only get them from animal foods. Vitamin B12 is the most well-known one, and it's something that vegans have to supplement because it's very important for helping your body make DNA and keeping your nerve system and blood cells in good shape, and you can't get it from plants. There are also other nutrients like creatine, carnitine, choline, taurine, and carnosine that are only found in decent quantities in animal foods. I used to pride myself on how many different types of foods I would eat in a day because I believed that having a wide array of fruits and vegetables and herbs and nuts would give me the most nutrients possible. But it actually doesn't work this way for two reasons. The first is that a lot of plants have anti-nutrients that block the absorption of the vitamins and minerals you eat, 
We talked a little bit about this in the spinach example I shared a few minutes ago, where the oxalates block the absorption of calcium and iron. And you'll understand this concept even more in the next episode when we dig into anti-nutrients and toxins. The other flaw in the idea that you need to eat a wide variety of foods is that it assumes you can't get all the nutrients you need from animal foods, but you can. A steak like ribeye has nearly all of the essential minerals, vitamins, healthy fats, and protein that you need. Another great food is pastured eggs. There are tons of nutrients and great fats in eggs. And if you think about it, it makes sense because an egg has all the building blocks to turn into an animal. It's extremely nutritious. And even though red meat is king for me in terms of vitamins, minerals, and the most healthy fats, there are also tons of nutrients in foods like chicken and pork and turkey. Meat has way more nutrients than plants pretty much across the board. And in the show notes, you'll find a chart that shows the essential nutrients we need and a comparison of plant sources and animal foods. Animal foods blow plants out of the water when it comes to vitamins and minerals and nutrients. Another way in which meat is better than plants nutritionally is with protein. You look at a nutrition label and it lists the number of grams of protein, but kind of like the vitamin values, not all protein is the same. The label might say 10 grams of protein, but if the digestibility is only 25%, you're only possibly getting two and a half grams. Different kinds of protein have different digestibility scores. You can actually look these up and I link to them in the show notes. These scores are put out by the Food and Agriculture Organization and the World Health Organization. But the bottom line is that animal proteins are much more digestible than plant proteins. Many animal protein types like egg and milk have a full 1.0 digestibility score whereas something like wheat gluten has a score of 0.25. It's harder to get protein from plants when compared to animal foods. There's a great chart in the Sacred Cow book, and it shows the huge difference in protein between steak and beans. It says, Animal sources are the most complete protein sources because they contain all of the amino acids we need for optimal health. To get the same amount of protein in a 4-ounce steak, 181 calories, you'd need to eat 12 ounces of kidney beans plus a cup of rice, which equals 638 calories and 122 grams of carbs. We're going to get into carbs in episode 7, but a lot of MDs and doctors in the carnivore space talk about how carbs are not a species-appropriate food. And one of the reasons why carnivore and meat is so great is because they are pretty much zero-carb. There are very small amounts of carbs in things like scallops, but carnivore is essentially a fat and protein way of eating. And this is really important because if you want to limit carbs while also getting proper nutrition for your body, you really need to do this with meat. 88% of people in the U.S. are metabolically unhealthy, and 52% are either diabetic or pre-diabetic. And a lot of the treatment for this type of disease is limiting carb consumption. There are a lot of foods that try to play it off like they're equivalent to beef, like Impossible Burgers comparing themselves to real beef and saying they have the same amount of protein, or almond milk saying they have just as much calcium as cow's milk. But these are completely different products. They're not the same just because they have synthetic vitamins added to match the product they're trying to replace. The last thing I'll mention before we wrap up is that animal fats are also nutritionally superior to plant fats. And they're actually superior to plant fats in other ways too, especially with weight loss. I know saturated fat and animal fats are vilified, but I believe these are the healthiest fats. And we are going to save this for its own episode later on because it's a really big topic. So to wrap up, in our society, there's definitely a very common idea that it's best to eat a wide variety of foods for optimal health. 
there's a lot of eat the rainbow type mentality. Eat a variety of things in moderation so you can get many different vitamins and minerals. But you can get all of the vitamins and minerals and proteins and fats you need in animal foods. You don't need to eat the rainbow to get those nutrients. But the other thing is that when you combine plant foods with animal foods, you bring in anti-nutrients that actually block absorption of minerals from the whole meal. I'm going to share a crazy example in the next episode that talks about this, but eating animal foods without plants, which is carnivore, is the best way to maximize nutrition, all without any of the harmful toxins that can drive autoimmune diseases and gut dysfunction and so many more problems. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. We are going to dive into the most common plant toxins and defense mechanisms, and some of it is really mind-blowing. I'm excited to share it with you. I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to The Road to Carnivore. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can receive new episodes. See you next time.